like you basically like cave wherever you cave. you you have said I want so this is what I do as a life coach I tell my clients I'm here to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want because those are the boundaries that you say so when you're um, going on this journey of seeking who you are and learning who you are and then you want these things that is your clarity and then you shouldn't muddle it up for a guy like she said that's giving him a treat what is he a dog but guess what he has just learned oh I could just yeah. All I got to do is just say I love you a couple yeah. times and she'll break all her rules for me. Yeah. And then he's going to continue to start walking all over you. And then you're going to start minimizing yourself. And then you're not going to know where you end and he begins. It's going to get all muddled the, and confused. The standard is is wherever you, you decide the standard. Yeah. You decide yeah. what what the lowest level of treatment is for you. Like yeah. what you will accept. Yeah. So oh, You've said this before. Huh. You said... You you get what you ex you you get what you accept, not what you deserve. deserve. Yes, mm -hmm. and that was like one of the hugest mis like the biggest misconceptions yeah. I've noticed. I said, "How did you wake up this morning?" <laughs> <laughs> What's up, girl? My name is Rika, and thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. Whether you've been listening for a while or you just stumbled upon me. Hello, I am a certified NLP life coach. Now, NLP, let's get nerdy for a second. It's Neuro Linguistic Programming. You can Google the rest of that if you want to know the rest of the nerdy stuff, okay? So I'm certified in that area, a.k.a. the single girl's life coach. I am a self-love coach and a boundaries coach. Listen, I got that boundaries and that self-love on lock, okay? <laughs> All right, so I am your host and also the founder of this podcast and Single You Academy, which is my online coaching program, community, and resource for single women. Now, before we get into the episode, let me just put a little disclaimer out there. All right. I am not a licensed therapist, so I am not to replace a therapist. But I will say this a lot of my clients, they have me as their coach, and then they also have a therapist because it is my job to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want. So if you want to stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser, you need help on that self-love and boundaries area, then I would be the coach for you. And maybe one day that coaching relationship with you and I, yeah, it's just me and you right here, hey, <laughs> will happen one day. You can always reach out to me. My Instagram is open to you. On Instagram, I am just me Rika. And of course, I will put my name in the show notes. All right, that's it. I'm your host, Rika, and let's get into the episode. This is Single You, the podcast. How did Single You start? Okay, so this is like a really long story, and I'll try to shorten it down. So what Des is talking about is my online coaching program, which is Single You Academy. So I just told you, you know, I'm a certified life coach. And so I created, um, at the time I didn't know it was going to be this, but my first client was November of 2018. So I've been doing this for a while. So anyway, Single You Academy came out of my struggles in dating. And from 2015 to 2017, I lost my mind for mm -hmm. a dude. And when I was going through that relationship, it was the hardest thing that I had went through. And even my relationships before that were bad, 
But this was the worst relationship I had ever been in in my life. And when I was in it, when you're the ant on the ground and you're in this constantly navigating drama, navigating his emotions, constantly minimizing yourself, always being accused of being sneaky and, and he would always accuse me of being sneaky and cheating on him. And um, there were a lot of things that he, um, and I don't like using the word made me do because life is about choices and nobody can make you do something. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm thinking of a story, okay. So in this relationship, again, it was 2015 to 2017. Um, I'm gonna pinpoint this story. This relationship was so controlling and so emotionally manipul manipulative that at one point, this may have been like a year in the relationship, I had went down to Atlanta to visit him. And, cause this is before I met you. And then yeah. I got out of the relationship and went on the journey. But, so I used to, where we live now, I used to go to Atlanta like literally every six, seven, eight weeks to visit this boyfriend. And when I got there, I had went to work with him. He was a security guard at a club in Atlanta. And when we got there, he was like, all right, cool. So um, this is how men talk to me, uh, especially black men. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm gonna have you sit at the bar because I'm going to watch you and I'm going to see how you respond to men hitting on you. I want to see. And again, I just told you earlier that he would always accuse me of cheating and being sneaky. And I want you to look at me in my eyeball as much as you can. <laughs> I ain't never cheated on nobody in my entire natural life. But I was letting this man dictate who I was. Um, and I'll get into that on reasons why I allowed that to happen. But yeah, so he told me basically go sit at the bar. I want to watch you and see how you respond to men hitting on you. And I did it unfortunately um, because at that time I was tap dancing I, yeah. I was doing what I call tap dancing and really trying to morph into who it is that he wants me to be yeah right as mm -hmm. his girlfriend um, at that time my thought process was well I was 32 I'm 38 by the way my birthday was June 29 shout out to the cancers I thought that the goal in life was to be married and have kids and at 32 I wasn't yet so I thought that I was like missing the mark and so I was trying to fit a round peg in a square hole and trying to make this relationship work, even though I knew that I was miserable. But I thought that I could, the misery would go away once I got it right with him. Once I proved yeah. to him that I was like a good woman, like, no, I'm really a good woman. Look at me. I went to Howard University. Yeah. I'm, I've come from a two parent household. I, I'm, feel, I feel like yeah. we all do that where we're like, we're like, if he like, no, no, no. But if you just, if you just, if you just knew me, knew me, yeah. like. Yeah. then yeah. you wouldn't be then mad you at wouldn't me. Be, so you're mm -hmm. always trying to mm -hmm. like show them who you are mm -hmm. and prove to them who you are yeah. when like you are that person already, like period. Right, you and know? it doesn't matter if he sees it or not, it's really about yeah. how you feel about yourself. So obviously at this time, even though I was a quote unquote professional woman, I, had, I owned my house at that time, dog mom of one, like I'm on the grand scheme of things, I'm doing yeah. it. Like I'm on paper, I look good. And I probably would have had an attitude um, with a lot of guys I did. I dodged a lot of bullets. Yeah. But unfortunately, when you get the rose colored glasses and you got all these feelings, there's a lot of steps that you skip, a lot of red flags that you bypass because again, you want to get this goal, yeah. which is to be married and have kids, right? Because, oh God forbid you be single. <laughs> um, and so I'm again, trying to fit the round pig in the square hole whatever and um so yeah so i did it i sat at the bar and um oddly enough that night nobody hit on me thank god maybe that was god i don't know 
Um, and the, the relationship just kept tumbling down from there. Yeah. And we finally, he finally broke up with me, actually, after God had told me to break up with him. I knew the, in the first week, looking back, okay, um, there's a quote that says, life um, can only be lived forward and understood backwards. So that's so true. <laughs> when you're in it again, when you're the ant on the ground, you don't know that you're going through this stuff if nobody has ever had a conversation with you about what makes a healthy relationship versus unhealthy, right? And I don't really feel like anybody talks about no. nobody talks about it. I mean, we see Hollywood, we see Disney, we see all of like what our parents are saying and almost 100% of the time I feel like everything my parents talked to me about dating was like a contradiction contradiction to what they were doing what everyone else around them was doing and I was like so confused like wait a minute but you said love and marriage looks like this yeah. or relationships yeah. look like this like what what is what am I seeing then yeah. you know so yeah. it, it was so confusing for me I know it was so confusing for me and and you and I grew up so different than you like I had like I grew up super duper ghetto and like I had like a crazy life and you know as y'all know if you follow her on TikTok know, <laughs> it was a little bit crazy yeah. Yeah. and so I came from so I always thought my dating problems were attributed just to my childhood mm -hmm. and then I meet Rika and your problems are also the same the same as far as like the relationship dynamic yeah, and well, ending up you, with a narcissist yes yes you exactly. know like yeah. anybody can her parents have been married forever For, she had an amazing Jesus. childhood yeah right, right. yeah and yeah. and still it still happens so it can yeah. literally happen to anybody yeah. anybody yeah. can end up in a yeah. narcissist in a relationship with a narcissist yeah especially because again we're not having these relationships i want you to type in the comments um, either yes or no to this question. Has anybody ever had a conversation with you about what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship, right? Yeah. Yes or no, type it in the comments and I will say 99% of my clients say no. And I love my parents and I always have to say this on every platform I talk about this because I love them so much. I had a wonderful childhood. I have the parents who paid for me to go to Howard University. I have the parents who drove us from Seattle to New York City when I was in fifth grade. I have the parents who still kiss each other and hold hands. And when my mm -hmm. mom comes to visit me, my dad's like, you stole my girlfriend. Where my girlfriend at? <laughs> like, they're super cute. It makes me still want to throw up like I'm seven. They literally but, are so cute. Yeah, they're, they're, they're super cute. So I think that they thought, though, in retrospect, again, mm -hmm. as I look back, I, they probably thought that, well, she will see a great relationship yeah. and she will just mimic. Lead by example. Right, yeah. right. Which I was trying to do. She just didn't, you just didn't have you the steps. You didn't give me the steps, though. Yeah. Right. So there were no conversations. So I'm like forcing, again, the um, round peg yeah. into a square hole or however that saying is. But. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to comment on this because someone said, all my mom told me was that men are evil. They only want one thing and they will say, I love you to get that one thing. Mm. You know, and I wanted to say this because I don't think that all men are evil. I don't either. But no. I do believe that if if it's offered if it's available <laughs> they're gonna take it you said it was okay you know yeah. not blaming anybody i'm just saying i'm not blaming yeah well I said, we'll get into that i mince my words a lot right, 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 but right. um i'm just saying that like oh men men are definitely different creatures than us yeah for yeah. sure yeah. so yeah. um it does help to know 
just what is healthy for you what because it looks different for everybody like what is good for you what is it that you need in your life because we all need and want different things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um so before you can even know who you're looking for you got to know who you are and what you need and what you want yeah yeah and and like before you even look yeah yeah and that and and a man and so basically to answer your question of how did single you academy yeah. come about i mean that's why so i yeah. get out of that relationship yeah and mind you i just one more story um because i want you to understand how serious this relationship was and i want you to understand that i was being abused i was being a, a manipulated um he was he had narcissistic characteristics um emotionally abused um and controlled uh, he was very controlling, love bombing at the beginning. He'd build you up just to tear you down. And these are the things that we don't know mm-hmm. because you think, well, he's not hitting me, so you don't even think about being abused. You're, that doesn't, that didn't yeah. even cross my mind until yeah. I got out of that relationship. I mean, in this relationship, I literally had to call my friend Scott, and Scott knows I always tell this story, mm-hmm. and tell him I could not be friends with him anymore because my boyfriend was jealous of him, and my mm-hmm. boyfriend was like, you need to cut off that friend. And if you love me, if you love me, so by the yeah. way, if anybody ever says that to you, you're dating either a narcissist, he's being emotionally abusive. Uh, I can't diagnose anybody. I'm not their therapist well, that, or whatever, but those love. are right, those are those traits and yeah. of a narcissist and you don't want to be in a conditional type of loving relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. So he said that and I was like, "Well, I have to prove that I love him." And I was like, "Called Scott right in front of him like imagine what I was going through as a woman in that situation again between the years of 2015 to 2017." Yeah. So I finally, he breaks up with me, saying this, oddly enough. Yeah, so, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't trust you, so I feel like this ain't the relationship for me or whatever. And I remember we were driving in Atlanta in his car. Obviously, I'm in the yeah. passenger. And I remember my body releasing energy and All that tears. tension. Yes, I just started crying. And I bet you he thought it was because he broke up with me. But it was a relief. And in my mind, I was like, thank God, thank God, he's releasing me. And I just remember like having this like, okay, we need to hurry up and get to his apartment so I can pack and leave. I wasn't supposed to leave for like two more days, but I ended up changing my flight to come back to Seattle um, after that. And I literally, he, we got to his house, I called Alaska, and I remember it was like 600 and something dollars. I had to put it on my credit card. And I was like, you got to take me to the airport. And he took me to the airport mm-hmm. and I grabbed my bags out of his car and I walked into the airport and never looked back. Um, and once I got home, this was July of 2017, I remember getting into my house that I own, dropping my bags and literally screaming, what the F was that? And of course I said, F-U-C-K, but I guess we can't cuss on TikTok. And um, I then began to go on a journey to figure out why I would have allowed this me in my mind, I was like, I come from a two-parent household. I graduated from Howard University. I'm a smart woman. How did I end up in something like this? And that was the question I asked myself. And I went on that journey. And then once I got on the other side, I was like, yo, yeah. yo, there's so much information missing. It's like we graduate from high school and skip right on on to marriage and kids. And we skip yeah. teaching you self-actualization self-love yeah. what understanding of your own self is before you start dating we they just expect us graduate high school and then maybe go to college and then you're supposed to get married and have kids yeah. there's no teaching on who well, you are and, and what you want and on that point i will i will say what is crazy to me is that almost the exact opposite is taught it, you're taught to treat others the way you want to be treated yeah. you're taught to um 
uh, always give people the benefit of the doubt. Don't judge a book by its cover. Don't trust your instincts yep, basically. about anybody. Basically. And if they want it, gotta share. Yeah. You better share. Yep. You know, so yep. then you're, yep. especially women, we are so conditioned to be people pleasers and yep. to accommodate yep. everyone. You better be a good host yep. or else people will think you're, think you, you don't run a tight ship, yep. you know? And yep. so it's always about everybody else, but you're never taught about you. And that is single you. Right, exactly. And so that's what I created and I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm on this mission um, to help women who need to hear that singleness is not a punishment, yeah. that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're fed up, sick and tired of being in this cycle of dysfunction with men, because what do your past relationships say about you? What does your current relationship say about you? Because you think, this is where I know you are. You think, well, I know who I am. I am D-E-P-E-E-N-D-T. -E -E like you think you're the Just ish. Like you think very highly of yourself, right? But then over here, so this is what's happening over here in your mind. But then over here with this dude, you're allowing him to constantly disrespect you. And you're constantly minimizing yourself and walking on eggshells for him so how how so then baby girl you what are you bossing you don't know your worth you ain't no i n d e p e e and no independent woman nothing yeah. because he is disrespecting you and so that shows me that you actually don't know yourself i would make that argument you actually don't know your worth because it is in your boundaries that you show yourself you love yourself so again ask yourself that what do what does my current and past relationships say about me yeah, and, and the best thing, because so I'm kind of like her beta. When she <laughs> went through developing this entire system, I had been single already for like three or four years, yeah. and I was celibate for like three of those years. And so when her and I met, um, she had just gotten out of this relationship. She's just starting this journey. She's deciding, I need to find myself. Yep. And I was also going through that, but with two children. And I had been separated from my ex for years before that, but I wanted to stay single. And so I was kind of in that process too, but she was the one who really was like, I want to know everything. I want to know everything, everything about relationships. Everything about dude. relationships. Yes. And she yes. did. She yeah. went and she researched and she read books and she watched podcasts and she watched sermons and she got certified. Did yep. The work. Yeah. And the whole time I got to witness this entire process. And on top of that, I got to be a part of it. And it helped me so, so much. Yeah, and because she actually introduced me to my boyfriend. her current boyfriend. Yeah, and and it's because like when you're going through something and you do have a close friend, of course I'm gonna talk to Des about it. I'm like, yo, did you know this or this is what I'm going through or what do you think about this? Like mm -hmm. the deepest, and I've told you this before, that Des is the friendship that I have that I base every other friendship off now. Mm -hmm. So if we, so Des and I have the deepest conversations, and yeah. if I can't have that with anybody else, including men, then what are you in my little circle of friends for? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And so yeah, you definitely went on the journey with me, and yeah, yeah. and it works. <laughs> yes. it works. Yeah. But um, so I wanted to move forward. So that's how single you started. Yes. Now, where do you want to see single you go? Like, what is your plans for mm -hmm. this? Because it's all about teaching boundaries. Mm -hmm. It's all about teaching self-love, self-realization, um, and setting and like knowing what your worth is yeah. or establishing what yep. your worth is, I yep. should say. 
where do you see this in like five years? Like what yeah. is your dream for this business? Yeah. I want to be the Oprah in this lane, right? So there's a lot of quote unquote relationship gurus out there. Um, and you know, Kevin Samuels happens to be the big hot button right now, or Derek Jackson, who was caught cheating on his girl, da, 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 da. And this is no shade to them. I'm just bringing them up because I know that a lot of women follow these men who will tell you about relationships. Cause they, I think that, they think, well, they're men and they're telling us about really, like they're giving us the inside track. So right. maybe they know something. Right. Um, and I'm not saying they, they do or they don't. I don't follow those guys. Mm -hmm. I, I typically don't take quote unquote relationship advice from men I don't know. Yeah. Um, but all of these relationship gurus, which by the way, I'm not a relationship coach. I'm a boundaries coach and a self love coach. Yeah. But I noticed again, there's a gap, right? So we go from high school to listening to relationship gurus about how to be in a relationship. Who is teaching you your self-worth? Yeah. Who, because you, you can't, again, there's a difference between thinking and then actually doing that, embodying I know my worth. You can say I know my worth. I'm this, I'm that, da, 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 da. But if your actions are not backing that up, then I would argue, honey, you don't know your worth. Because again, over here in this corner, this man is making you constantly question yourself. You're constantly navigating drama. You're constantly confused in that relationship. So again, tell me how you know your worth. Yeah. You don't. So there is no schooling, right, between the high school to the, we jump to marriage and kids, about who you are and what you actually want. And yeah. so I want Single You Academy, like I have it on my vision board that one day I'm gonna be on GMA and be interviewed by Robin Roberts about this book that I wrote or this program that I have um, about being single and the lies that the enemy tells us about yeah. being single. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and I, I think with the self-worth thing, and I, I know this is true for me, and I think it is for a lot of people, when you think about self-worth, you think, oh, I know, I know, I know I'm a bad bitch, you know, I know I'm cool, but at the same time, you're looking for a confirmation mm -hmm. that you are a bad bitch yep. from your girlfriends, yep. from your friends, from your colleagues, yep. from your boyfriend, from the guy at the bar. Like that's how you get confirmation that you are what you think you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or, or you just, if everybody around you is toxic, then your self-worth might be, I'm nothing, Yeah, you know, because yes. again, still you're getting it from the outside where self-worth actually comes from the inside. It yep. comes from the inside yep. out, yep. not the outside in. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it is a journey. Um, and it, there's you don't like arrive at one place. Um, mm -hmm. but, and there's levels to this and I just see single you Academy and me being a life coach to be your starter program. Mm -hmm. If you don't know where to start, then yeah. you come to me because sometimes you are like, okay, well, how do I discover my worth? I don't know. What does that mean? Yeah. Right? Or like, you go listen to the podcast mm -hmm, or you mm -hmm, come here. Mm -hmm, like that's mm -hmm. what we're trying to do. We're trying to just get, we're just trying to help people really f realize that um, it's like the chicken and the egg with relationships. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't fix relationships without fixing the root of the problems with the yeah. relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's always mm -hmm. what you're, who, who you what you think about yourself yep. what you're willing to accept and uh knowing what you're looking for in a partner because a lot of relationships like they have you could have two self like people who have strong like self-worth mm -hmm. but they don't know what they want out of a relationship so yeah. then they're in a relationship and it's just not jiving well and that is just compatibility you have no idea what you're looking for in a partner yeah
Yeah. Like you don't know what you need out of a partner. So you're just accepting this person or you mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. person. I like mm-hmm. a lot of people that I would not want to spend the rest of my life with, you know? Yeah. Yes. 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 I yes. could I could get along with anybody. I'm a care like I love people. I want to know everyone, but I don't want to like come home with everyone. Yeah. So that's where you have to find the distinction of like who who is um who who am I? Who am I mm-hmm. and what do I want? Yeah. 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 And you'll never know that if you don't ask the right questions and yeah. go on the journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So my next question is what what do you think the number one misconception is about being single? Oh, that it's a punishment. That like, single, being single is a punishment? Yeah, yeah, a lot of women are so afraid to be single because you think your worth and your identity is tied up in having a guy. Yeah. I am only worthy if I'm married. That is why a lot of people um, hold the, the getting the ring uh, on this high pedestal, and that's why people love posting the moment that they get engaged. One of my favorite things that Issa Rae did, and my cousin actually did this too. Um, Issa Rae, if you've never seen the show Insecure, I'm sorry, you should definitely yeah. watch it. Um, but anyway, Issa Rae is an actress, and she literally popped up last week married. She was basically like, hey, y'all, this is my husband. We didn't even know she was dating. I didn't know she got married. That's yeah, awesome. see, that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's, that is now what I'll do moving forward. But most people, the moment they get a boyfriend, they post it all over social media. The moment they get that ring, they post it all over social media because you feel now worthy. Oh, my God, I got picked. I am now worthy. And that is the greatest lie and misconception about being single. That if you're single, there is something wrong with you. Oh, nobody wanted you, boo-boo, that's so sad. I mean, how many times do you go to the family barbecue and everybody's like, so where your man at? When you having kids? For me, it's when you having kids. My, my parents literally asked me, like, because I was single for six and a half years total. And my, like, no boyfriends at all. Yeah. And yeah. celibate. Yeah. And then I shaved my head bald. And yeah. then my parents were like, so you're a lesbian? Are you a lesbian? And I was like, yeah. mm-hmm. no, I'm not. Yeah. I just don't want to date right now. Like, yeah. I'm not in a part point in my life where I want to date mm-hmm. um, because I knew I had work to do. And I just feel like I didn't want to date out of necessity. So I want, if I was going to go into a relationship, I wanted to make sure that the relationship I was going into mm-hmm was um, that I I didn't need anything from the relationship. Ooh, so I could always so walk good. away yes, from it, you know, like, so good. and if I'm like, yes, in beauty school, or if I'm poor, or if I'm, you know, if any of these things are happening, and I mm-hmm. cannot take care of myself, and I do not have a life outside of this relationship, then that's when there's the opportunity yeah. for abuse. Yeah, because yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have a way to get out. And they have something over me now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I remember you said um, one time, I wonder if you remember this, that you're, in answering that question, what's the yeah. biggest lie about being single, you said that you have to be dating. Like, yeah. You think that because you're single, you must be dating. That was, so when I first separated from my ex-husband, it was super traumatic. And the first thing I was told by all my friends, oh, you're single, we gotta hit the club, we gotta go out, this is gonna be so much fun, you're single. And then I go out and I don't enjoy it and I don't find anybody I like and it's awkward and I hate every second of it and I started asking myself and I was just meeting the same people over and over and over again and like different names same guy yeah so Mm -hmm. I was like this is not working for me so I stopped dating I stopped trying to date and the only time I would date I would go on one date a year (laughs) because my Linda my stepmother 
was so crazy about it. And if I didn't, then she would try to set me up on dates. And so I would go on one date. So I could say, oh, I just went on a date, mm-hmm. I think back in like October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, it's April. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. I went on a date. Mm-hmm. Who cares when it was? Yeah. You know, so yeah. Um, yeah, that was for me, that's what I think is the biggest misconception. Yeah. And that comes from the pressures of society, right? So we're coming off of the backs of our grandmothers. And then depending on how, how old your mother is, where you couldn't even own a house or have a credit card unless you had a husband. Um, So I totally understand why we're thinking that way and how it's still kind of in the fabric of our society. It's still, because even with our body autonomy, like Mm -hmm. going to get a surgical procedure or whatever, you know, you have to have a consent from your husband to get a hysterectomy. At 21 years old, if you're like, hey, take my tubes out, they'll be like, no, sorry. like what your husband uh, say? What did your husband oh, say married? and well, stuff? Yeah, sorry. yeah. So I understand, <laughs> but I think like our generation, us millennials, because yeah. we are the millennials, and then Gen Z, we're we're definitely changing that narrative. Like, yeah. no, bro. Yeah, I'm we still... tried. We tried it. Our parents, way, yeah, and we're like, didn't like it. One star. No thanks. Yeah. No thanks. Like, if I'm gonna be in a relationship, it's because because I want to and this is not to knock men Mm -hmm. or relationships in fact if you listen to my podcast a lot single you the podcast and the conversations I'm having with my clients and on my Instagram this is about your choice that's why I asked you earlier what do your past relationships or your current relationships say about you because I know a lot of women love to blame the men well men ain't this and he did this and he did that and it seems to me that some of you want to complain about what the guy is doing and not actually where's that self accountability because you let him do that I let my boyfriend ask me go sit at the bar and I did it because you know what I could have said no I'm not doing that yeah, and the conversations look so different when you're in a healthy relationship. Because yeah. now I'm in a healthy relationship. So when we have a conflict, <laughs> when we when we have a conflict, you know, he, and he goes, you know, um, like there there were times where you know through this whole being unemployed and um, at, at the beginning of the pandemic and stuff, where he'd be like, well, I'm going to move um, back home, and I'm like, okay, well, you said you wanted to be in this relationship. So if you're going to move back home, that's fine. But you said this was your home now. So either you're going to run back home to mom and dad or you're going or this is your home. And I'm not saying you can't be with your parents, Mm -hmm. but that's not a relationship. You Mm -hmm. making a decision without me is not a relationship. And so now and, and, and he knows he knows that. And it's not that I'm controlling. I'm not controlling at all. I'm like, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. I, I love you so much. I want you to be happy. So if that means being there, then that means being there. there. You go. But yeah. if we're in a relationship, yeah. we're making decisions together. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. It, it is a hundred percent equal when we when we don't we don't get mad at each other because when we don't understand each other, if we're if there's tension, then that means we are not communicating effectively. Right. So then we right. need to sit down and go, why where are we missing? Right. Where are we right. disconnecting right. here? And it's always a conversation. Yeah, and see, and there's a difference between, okay, let me say this. There's a lot of nuances in relationship, which is Mm -hmm. also in relationships, which is also why I have Single You Academy. So then you and I, as I'm the coach and you're the client, we can go over this stuff in depth. You are not gonna get a full understanding with my intellectual property in an hour live on TikTok. So I just wanted to say that, so that's number one. Number two, 
what Des was just explaining is the difference between healthy hard versus toxic yes. versus abusive versus yes. dysfunctional. There is a difference, but because nobody had the conversation with you, sweetheart, about what makes a healthy relationship versus unhealthy, you don't know the difference. Yeah, because you, people say relationships are hard. Yeah, and you're but like, they never oh. tell you what hard means. Right. What exactly. does hard mean? Right, exactly. And it doesn't mean taking abuse. It doesn't mean um, being the ride or die. Being the ride or die. <laughs> it doesn't mean watching all of his kids while he borrows your car and goes and hangs out with your friends. Girl. It doesn't mean any of those things. That is Girl. not hard. That is disrespect. That is abuse. And it should not be tolerated. Let me tell you one time. Okay, speaking of borrowing <laughs> your car, that abusive ex that I was with, uh, my emotionally abusive ex, one time he got mad at me and left my house in my car. What? Uh, how you driving my car and you mad? I'm confused. Like, you know what I mean? But we do these things because we think, oh, well, this is just relationships and relationships are hard. So if you don't have a clear understanding first on who you are, then you will end up, like you said, yeah. um, oh God, what did you say? Um, you said something like 10 minutes ago that was so profound. I was like, oh, it'll come to me. But anyway, okay, next question. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And what do you think is the number one misconception about dating? Oh, that you have to do it like everybody else? What do I mean by that? Okay, so here's the deal. I am in a lot of Facebook groups because I stalk a lot of women to see how you guys are doing out there and then I can make topics about it or do a podcast about it or whatever. And you always say something like this. Des, I have this boyfriend and we've been dating for like two months and it's been really great, um, except for like he hangs up on me all the time um, when he's upset and then he like really like likes porn and I don't really like porn and like when we're dating, I'm like super uncomfortable and I really don't know what to do, so what should I do? Sweetie, in your question, you just said that this makes you super uncomfortable. So why are you asking society what you should do in this relationship? Yeah. Your gut, your, your gut God voice you. is telling you, I cannot deal with this. Yeah. And you think that you're weird or you're, you're not the societal standard. Mm -hmm. So you have to force yourself to like the yeah. fact that he likes porn or to like the fact that he loves to hang up on you all the time because he's upset. Here's the deal. I'm not saying anybody who watches porn is a bad person, but that person may not be for you. And that's okay. We walk around here thinking, well, I love this person and I have WAP. If y'all don't know Cardi B, you should know yeah. who she is. And I have all of these feelings and I love him, so I must morph myself into the woman that he wants me to be. That is not love. That is not love. I promise you that's not love. Yeah. Um, and so now you're asking society, how can I morph myself more into who he wants me to be? Because obviously I'm the problem. When no, you guys are just not compatible. Yeah. It's just like saying, I don't want to date a smoker. Like, then don't date a smoker. Like, and this is the funny thing. So, she wrote a list of what she wants. This will be, like, the last part of what we talk about because I think this is just so cool. <laughs> she wrote a list of what she was looking for in a man. I wrote a list of what I was looking for in a man. I wrote mine four years ago or so. How long ago did you write yours? So, mine is an ever-evolving list. And can I just say something about yeah. the list before? And this is, this is why I said there's a lot of nuance in relationship talk, topics yeah. that we can't really go deep unless I, you are client and I am coach. So, I will say this. Back in the day, maybe when I was like in my 20s, my list was like six packs, six figures, 
NFL mm. play. Everybody da, has da, a da, list, da, da. whether it's mentally yeah. or yeah. it's on paper. I think it's better if you put it on paper. Yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> agree with that. So now with my list, it's more things like character. Like, yes. is he slow to anger or quick to anger? And on my list, he must be slow to anger. And that's biblical. So, uh, which by the way, I am a Christian, but I'm very, very critical of Christians, just like uh, Des is. So I actually like to just say I'm a believer. But so I have a lot of like, you know, when, when the Bible says you will know him, you will know them by my fruit. And so I have more characteristics now. And then I also have a list on, he must have these things for me to thrive, right? Like I need you to create for me a safe space. Yeah. And so what does that look like and, and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I just wanted to put a yeah, little pin so in the, the list. list. Yes. The cool thing about the list, so this is after you do the work. This is after you know who yeah. you are yeah. and yeah. what you need out of a relationship. Yeah. So one of the things I wrote on my list is that I wanted to find someone who did not have any children and did not want to have any more children. And everybody told me, that's crazy. You are never going to find that. Nobody wants to raise kids that aren't theirs. And nobody's going to want to do that, especially without being able to have their own children. And I thought, okay, okay, that's fine. So then maybe I'll be 40 when I find someone who doesn't have kids because I physically can't um, do it again. And I mentally don't want to do it again. I love my children so very much, but I do not want, um, I just don't, I'm I'm not in that part of my life anymore. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not not in that part of my life anymore. And so I just want to be done. So when Anthony, my boyfriend came into the picture, well, first of all, he's younger than me, which I was like, whoa, didn't see that coming. But he, he didn't have kids and he doesn't want kids. And then, so we were like, well, we'll see how it goes. We'll meet, you know, meet my kids. And it went so good and they are best friends. Like it is so creepy almost how well they fit together. Like it's almost like we all have known each other our whole lives. Like mm-hmm. we, all four of us are soulmates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with Rika, she had a very interesting list too. What was on your list? Yeah. So one of the things, um, so anytime I'm interviewed or I'm on platforms, I never give my full list cause I'm like, I don't know who's watching it. I don't know who wants yeah, to but like, the ones lie that, about. The ones that made people go. Yeah. So one of the things is I wanted a guy who was abstinent like I am. And then also, uh, who has no kids. Because I don't have kids. Yeah. I'm 38 and I don't have any kids. And I don't want to deal with their kids. Like I just, and it's not, it's not a, I think when people hear that, they think that I'm judging them for having a kid. I'm not judging you, boo-boo, but I'm allowed to, I, life is about choices. And guess yes. what? Because I don't have kids, I have the privilege of saying that. Everybody does, even yes. does. And I told her that, girl, get what you want because I don't want you to settle right and so when you know that singleness is not a punishment and that if you're single for the rest of your life it's not Mm -hmm. it's not like you're not going to have a joyous life if you choose to have joy you will yeah Yeah. so and i faltered on the kid thing my emotionally abusive ex had a kid my ex in indianapolis had a kid and i hated every moment of it it just did not feel right to me yeah it didn't feel organic it didn't feel organic i i just i don't want to automatically come into a relationship and then I'm a bonus mom or stepmom or anything like that. I've never had a kid and if I do, and and also this, I never said I didn't want kids. When people now ask me, and I, I used to say this before now and now I'm more firm in it, when they're like, well, so what, you don't like kids or you don't want kids or what? Or why don't you have kids? I'm always like, because I'm not married. Yeah. Didn't, that's the way I want to do it. Didn't y'all say when we were seven, weren't yeah. we singing first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes baby in a baby carriage? I took that seriously. So 
I, if I have a kid, say I hit 42 and God blesses me with um, having a kid with my husband, I want to do that for the first time with somebody else who's doing it for the first time. Yeah, I want that experience. You. That's important yeah. to me. And so now I'm super firm in that. And I'm... And people yeah. and everybody said, you're not going to find it. Yeah. I found it. Yeah. You can write. Yeah. You want him to have a tail. <laughs> and Good you will, you can find somebody who has a tail. I'm telling you, they exist. And <laughs> I'm telling you, it can be ridiculous. Be ridiculous. Be picky. Please be picky. This is your life. You get one life. I just, I don't understand. Yeah. Now that I'm on the other side of all of this trauma and dysfunction and stuff, I just... I don't understand people wanting and shaming people for wanting what they want yeah. or just even like, being well, single. Well, I think it just triggers something yeah. in them. Like, yeah. you can't want that because yeah. I didn't know you could want that. Right. And, 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 and I'm mad because I mad. settled. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I, yeah. I found yeah. it and, you know, um, you've met, you've met people who have those qualities yeah. that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. and so. They do exist. I've always said, if I exist, my counterpart exists. 100%. And, and it's true. 100%. So yeah. I'm the only abstinent, no kid having 38-year-old person walking around on this earth. That just doesn't make sense. And now when people get an attitude or have that question, they're like, well, you ain't never going to find. I always say, oh, so you met every man on this earth? Tell me about that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like have the audacity. So there are four pillars that I teach in Single You Academy. It's um, knowing who you are deeper than your favorite color is blue, right? Knowing your triggers. Um, it, you can't just be like, well, I like long walks on the beach. No, no, no. You need to know that you know that you know who you are, right? Because that helps with setting boundaries and stuff. And so once you know who you are, then know what you want and how to get it. Because yeah. a lot of us know what we want, right? If I was like, so do you want on one hand a healthy relationship or on the other an unhealthy? Of course you're gonna say healthy. You just don't know how to get it, right? Yeah. So know what you want um, and how to get it and then have the audacity to believe that you can get it and the patience to wait for it. The patience the to patience wait for it. The patience to wait for it. Like I said, mm -hmm. six and a half years, no boyfriends. Yep. I did not settle because I was like, I don't like what I had before yeah. and I yeah. will be single for the rest of my life if I have so to not, I do not want to be in another dysfunctional relationship ever again in my life period just to say I have a boyfriend oh, I used to love that I have a boyfriend I have a boyfriend da, da, da. and so she she was seven years I will be three years in December three years of abstinence three years of really not talking to a guy up until recently mm -hmm. um but I just, and I've loved every minute. I'm building my business, my coaching program. I just have bigger dreams than being somebody's wife. Yeah. And that's, it, everybody has different purposes in life. Mm -hmm. Like, I I did the whole um, wife, get pregnant, have kids early on. And now my kids are a little bit older. I enjoy it. I yeah. love it so much. Yeah. But it's evolving. And I want my, I want, my, my purpose has changed over time. Yeah. And so now... Being a stay-at-home mom doesn't quite fit into that anymore. Right. And so it's okay for your purpose to change. It's okay. And if your purpose is, I want to be a mother, then girls stop dating guys who don't want to have kids. You or know? who are emotionally unavailable. Or who are emotionally unavailable. Because they're going to be emotionally unavailable forever, probably. Ever and ever. Yeah. 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 So... Have the audacity to believe that you can 
get that guy. Get what you want. Get mm -hmm. the guy yep. that is perfect for you because yep. he exists. Yep. And I will say this because Des said it earlier. I just want to put a pin in this. Do not start making a list until you know who you are. Yeah. it's You don't get to. Sorry. You don't have to scrap it. <laughs> You're just going to have to scrap the list go right away. now and say, I need to go on this journey of figuring out who I am deeper than your favorite color is pink. Boom. You yeah. have to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Way deeper. Dig in there. Mm -hmm. Figure out who you are. Figure out your triggers. We all have them. Yep. Figure out your bugaboos. Like, if you hate hiking, do not put love hiking on your, you know, like if you hate fishing, don't swipe right on the guy who's holding a fish in his picture. Girl, you're gonna, you're gonna go you're fishing. Gonna, right. You're gonna have He's to gonna go fish. To go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're super at a place where you can like, because there's things that Anthony likes that you're like, I don't like that. Yeah, um, but I'm okay but, with and, yeah. But you have to be at a place where you do know yourself and well, where I, you're okay with them. Some people yes, are super for, codependent where yes. when somebody just wants to go to Safeway, you're like, where you going? I'm going with well, you. Like, and, yeah. and I will say this on that aspect. Mm -hmm. That is something that is on my list. I want the person I'm with to have hobbies outside mm -hmm. of hobbies we share because Actual, I have my own hobbies too. <laughs> yep, exactly. I want them to have a life because yeah. I have a life yep. outside Absolutely. of this relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And there is one thing that I'm, that I tell a lot of people or if people are trying to talk to me, so I'll just say men. Um, I always say the best thing you can do for me is continue to work on yourself. Yeah. And it's, it's part of being in a relationship. It's not mm -hmm. like, Oh, you make him work so hard, so hard, so hard until you, yep. um, until you relent and give him whatever it is, you know, that, or like you lower a standard that you've set. Like if you're saying, I'm going to, we'll just use celibacy as, as an example. Like if yeah. you say, I'm going to wait till we're engaged or I'm going to wait till we're married. And then, you know, you know, he's working so hard, so hard, so hard. And he, and he's trying to get you to, to lower your standard mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to give him a treat for his good behavior. Then, then if these boundaries are supposed to be fences that you put up to protect yourself. So mm -hmm. if you just knock down that fence, then that's now your standard. Your standard is wherever you like. You basically cave. Wherever you cave. You, you have said, I want, so this is what I do as a life coach. I tell my clients, I'm here to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want. Cause those are the boundaries that you say. So when you're um, going on this journey of seeking who you are and learning who you are, and then you want these things, that is your clarity. And then you shouldn't muddle it up for a guy. Like she said, that's giving him a treat. What is he, a dog? But guess what he has just learned? Oh, I could just, yeah. all I gotta do is just say I love you a couple yeah. times and she'll break all her rules for me. Yeah. And then he's gonna continue to start walking all over you. And then you're gonna start minimizing yourself. And then you're not gonna know where you end and he begins. It's gonna get all muddled the, and confused. The standard is is wherever you, you decide the standard. Yeah. You decide yeah. what what the lowest level of treatment is for you like yeah. what you will accept yeah so oh, you've said this before huh. you said you you get what you ex you you get what you accept not what you De deserve yes mm -hmm. and that was like one of the hugest mis like the biggest misconceptions yeah. i've noticed is like people say you get what you deserve and that is not true you get what you accept you might be the sweetest the most angelic god-given just beautiful person on the planet and if you are constantly giving everything you have to people and you have no boundaries and you have no standards mm -hmm. 
then you are not going to get what you deserve. You're going to get what you accept because there are people out there, unfortunately, that are predatory. There are people out there mm -hmm. that are narcissistic. There are people out there that are just, they're hurting other people, they don't mm -hmm. even realize it. Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to protect yourself, mm -hmm. otherwise you're going to, um, you're going to be so depleted and, and you're miserable. Gonna, and miserable mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you're just going to turn into those yeah. people yeah. that have hurt you. Mm -hmm. So remember, we just said, you get what you accept, not what you deserve, right? And the problem is you are operating from that space of, I deserve this, right? You get what you deserve. And so you think, I'm a good woman. Why can't he just see? And you're constantly trying to make him see that. You're tap dancing and minimizing yourself and really trying to morph into who he wants you to be so he will finally wake up and see, oh my God, she is amazing. <laughs> yeah, how, how is that working out for you? You're going to be miserable operating from that space. Yeah. You need to be who you are and then wait for the guy who sees you on day one and says, that's who I want. Her right there. Stop asking dudes, so what do you like in a woman? Who cares? I don't give a shit what he yeah. likes. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to be Rika Janelle Robinson, and if he don't like that, oh well. So yeah. I want you to operate from that space. That's one tangible thing that you can walk away with today. I want you to operate from that space. But again, it starts with you knowing who you are. Mm -hmm. And then once you know that, you can fully and authentically operate from yeah. that space and stop being a freaking, what is that, clay? And you're like, oh, you want that girl? Okay, let me, let me just let me shift, just, shift. Okay, how about her? Yeah. Like, do you like me down? now? Right, do you like me now? Do you like me now? So if I straighten my hair, you'll like me better? Like, yeah. I just stop doing that because how well is that working out for you? Yeah, and it's That's, not sustainable. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And one more disclaimer. I will never tell you I'm an expert in this area. I am just speaking from my lens and what I learned by being in an abusive relationship, by not knowing myself, by not having self-love for myself, and not knowing how to set a boundary to save my life, girl. So just remember that. I'm speaking from my lens. And after 18, 19 years of radio, September of 2020, I stepped down from my full-time radio job to focus on what God is calling me to do in this season. And this is it. I'm called to guide you, girl. I'm called to guide women who need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. That's what I'm here for. So if that's you, I want you to share this episode, especially if I say something that resonates with you. Share it with a girlfriend. Sharing is caring. Also, can you subscribe to this podcast? You will be notified once a new episode drops. So definitely subscribe and rate. Rate this podcast. Okay, please. I don't know if you know how much it actually helps like a host like me, an influencer, how much a rating, a share, a like helps us. So please help this small business owner, me, Rika, that's me, <laughs> by rating this podcast as well. Lastly, my intro. Here's a fun fact. It comes from my old morning show. I used to have this morning show on a station here in the Tri-Cities called Power 99.1. And my friend, my co-worker, one of the greats in production land, James Tyler, he had made that for me for my morning show, the Just Me Rika show. And I was like, yo, 
on my podcast. I need that intro back. <laughs> and he made it for me. So thank you for that intro. Thank you for the production, James Tyler. Uh, of course, it was inspired by Beyonce. All right, girl, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. And we'll talk on the next episode.